1: We're going to break down chapters, go through each book separately, go into character analysis and any thoughts or kind of theories that we have about books, characters, plots, etc. And
0: maybe play some fun games along the way. Exactly. So welcome and enjoy. Welcome back, everybody. Welcome back um this is episode 10 Mm -hmm. um and we are doing chapters 40 through 44 um on a high level you said you had no recollection of this yeah
1: reading it did it come back to you or were you still like no no recollection (laughs) i was like oh my gosh like tamlin busting in like i knew tamlin was gonna be there but i didn't remember like his dramatic entrance how did you
0: remember this
1: I don't I don't remember anything from this book like I don't remember it I don't know why oh
0: my gosh no this this section just like I, it's like terrible. like the whole Tamla chapter is terrible mm-hmm. but I just I also love it I yeah. don't know like just the tension anyway okay so chapter 40 um we'll dive in the summary is Feyre and Reese visit the bone carver for another solution besides the mirror Elaine bakes bread and Nesta questions Feyre of battle mm. what were your thoughts
1: I thought this would be, like, a totally different chapter. Like, I know at the end of the last one, she's like, I want to go to the Bone Carver. Mm-hmm. And I just expected Farrah to, like, have another reason for going. Yeah. Um, other than just trying to pick a different object. I yeah. like, that was, you really thought you were going to convince the Bone Carver by just, like <laughs> reappearing a couple days later and be like, I need you to pick a different object. That's not, like, how it works. <laughs> There's no not a convincing argument to me. So right. I was really surprised. I was like, that was it. I felt like that was a very childish, like, yeah move but you know. I feel like she's panicking a little bit yeah and
0: that's where it's coming from because mm-hmm. we just had that battle in Adriata right. that was like so like changing for her mm-hmm. and so I think it just was out of like I just need to go see if I can get the boat <laughs> carver let's try one more time even though there might not be a big thing to try there yeah um first thing I noticed in the first sentence is she says I had no bone to bring with me and I was like No bone. Like, what do you think (laughs) is gonna happen? Like, you need a bone. We know this. Um, but so we get to the prison. We get to the bone carver. Um, what do you notice about the interaction?
1: Well, I thought it was interesting that Reese and Farrah can use their like mating bond connection to talk. Well, while they're both in
0: the mating bond connection. I think it's the fact that they're DeMati, that they're able to do that.
1: But I just know last time when Pharaoh went with Cassian, Reese is like, we won't be able to communicate. Oh.
0: You know what I mean? Maybe so it's like,
1: like within. That's what I was wondering. I was like, that's really interesting. Huh.
0: Yeah. I didn't notice that.
1: Yeah. Uh, so let's see. So
0: Pharaoh and Reese are talking to uh, the bone carver. The bone carver said something about Reese. He said, I much prefer you bloodied up. And I was just kind of like, why would you say that interesting yeah just give me pause but basically
1: the bone carver says no he's
0: like you're afraid to claim it but like that's the only thing i want so Mm -hmm. that's all
1: yeah and then the bone carver demands a bone and this of course killed me reese just like throws him a chicken bone from lunch (laughs) i was like you're brilliant reese i love you so much always prepared always Always has a bone on him (laughs) just in case
0: you never know um, but one of the things that Reese picked up in that conversation is that when Feyre looks at the bow carver, she's seeing their son, Yep. and uh, Reese asks the question, what does he look like? And that just made me go,
1: oh. I know. It was so sweet. So Very she, sweet. She
0: shows him. Um, so then we go back to the townhouse. We kind of jumped around a lot this chapter. Yeah. Um, so we go back to the townhouse. They're starving. They go into the kitchen, and Elaine is mm-hmm. in there with Nuala and Carriagewin, and they're just like having fun and baking bread
1: it was the most random like surprise i was like what i know first off how do these like shadowy creatures i just like picture them not being able to like they move through walls how do they do anything how are you grabbing bread how are you grabbing (laughs) flour like making bread yeah um but yeah i mean it was a nice surprise that elaine was like happy and doing something part
0: of me is like what changed though like how did this is just time like did this just come about because of time or now that she realizes that she's a seer,
1: maybe. Maybe. She's like okay. She has with a little these... bit
0: of an answer. Yeah. I don't know. But um Farrah's response, she says, um, she was hungry. She was doing something, learning something. And she's just she's just so happy to yeah. see the change in Elaine. And Elaine, or er, not Elaine. Pharaoh's like, okay, we're going to go take a bath. Enjoy your baking. Because she like, <laughs> doesn't want to spoil it at all. Yeah. Um, and Reese's response just made me want to cry. Mm-hmm. He goes, that's what I felt when I saw you smile the night we dined along the Sidra.
1: Mm, I Aww. know. I love it. So sweet. Um, Let's see. What else? Uh, Nesta is still waiting for Cassian to come back. Oh, yeah. Um, She had... Almost grasped uh, whatever skill she needed to learn from Amran. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then Amrin's almost figured out whatever spell she needs to from the book. So we're getting close on all accounts.
0: Yes. Which is exciting. Yeah. Um, and then Nesta asks about the meeting in a few days. Mm-hmm. Um, and then she comments, she says, You went off into battle without a second thought. Why? And I think it's so interesting that, like, Nesta just doesn't understand Feyre. No. Like, at all. She Because... They're just such different
1: people. Mm-hmm. But I think Nesta's just so unaware as to, like, why Feyre does what she does. Mm-hmm. And there's no preamble with Nesta. I love no. her directly. She's like, this is what I'm thinking. I'm just going to ask. I have yeah. no, no yeah. need for small talk or anything. <laughs> just tell me why.
0: Yep. And Feyre's response is very Feyre-like. She says, because I had to because people needed help. Mm-hmm. And, I mean, that's what we would come to expect of Farah at this point. Yeah. But I just – I think it's just interesting that Nesta's still, like, Trying to understand her, mm-hmm. like something's just not connecting.
1: Yeah, and I think it's like she has no follow up questions either. Like yeah. there's no response from Nesta. It's like, does She's that like, okay. is that like enough for you? And you just, <laughs> but there's no like, oh, thanks for answering or just yeah. There's no comments or any. It's just, did she just need to hear it from pharaoh's own mouth? I don't know. I don't know, but we'll see.
0: Um, next chapter, chapter forty one. Mm-hmm. Uh, summary is the Night Court is finally ready to meet with the High Lords. Would you notice? I love
1: that we get to, like, play dress-up for a minute. <laughs> like, I know there's so much going on, but I love that SJM takes a pause and we can just truly imagine, like, what everybody looks like and just the special moment between Reese and Farah, and then the special moments between Farah and Nesta. I know. I really, I really enjoy this chapter. I know, like, not, it's not a big chapter, but yeah. it was just really, really good, I thought.
0: Yeah, it's like, not a lot happens, mm-hmm. but we get to, like, see yeah. a lot, which is really fun. Mm-hmm. Um, okay, so we start out finding out we finally have a meeting spot. Yes. It's the Dawn Court, which is great. Um, apparently the Dawn Court's kind of like Switzerland. It's like neutral. the neutral <laughs> zone. Um, and we're all getting ready to go. We're meeting and Feyre's dress. Oh my goodness. So they like refashioned her starfall dress and she's just like glowing and she has this crown and it's like clearly like so breathtaking that like even Cassian is like caught up in his
1: words for a minute she says if Risan was night triumphant I was the star that only glowed thanks to his darkness the light only visible because of him so sweet I
0: love it. I love it so much. What a pair.
1: I know. And it's like everybody else is looking good too. Like Reese is in his classic black suit. Cass yep. And Az are like battle gear with their seven siphons. And then I thought it was interesting. More chose a midnight blue gown instead of her yeah. normal red gown. I wonder if it's because they were going to dawn. Like I don't know if red fits dawn vibes. But I could see how the know. blue
0: could fit in. Maybe. Maybe. Hmm. Um. Maybe she's trying to not stand out as much. Possible. With all the other high lords there. I don't mm-hmm. know. hmm But we get a little, like, backstory
1: about picking out the crown. I know. So he's got, like, Reese has this special room in, like, the House of Wind, like, from, it's 10,000 years worth of treasure. Just crazy. I was like, that'd be so cool. Um, So cool. Yeah.
0: And so Feyre is just kind of, like, looking at all of this, and there's, like, a wall of crowns, and he's like, pick one. Mm -hmm. And she just kind of was led to this particular crown. Which sounded so beautiful. She said... My crown was crafted of silver and diamond, all fashioned into swirls of stars and various faces of the moon. Its arching apex held aloft a crescent moon of solid diamond flanked by two exploding stars. This sounds so pretty. It sounds so pretty. I want a crown like that. I know. Someone like make that crown. I need to see what that looks like. I love it. Yeah. yeah. Um, so Reese is down there with her. They're all about to leave when Nesta appears.
1: Mm -hmm. Well I just want to point out before that so when we're talking about like the crowns and everything Mm -hmm. she said I'd been terrified once in Tamlin's court of being given a crown had dreaded it and I suppose that I had indeed never fretted over it when it came to Reese as if some small part of me had always known that this was where I was meant to be at his side as his equal his queen. (laughs) Reese inclined his head as if to say yes he saw and understand understood and had always known. I love
0: it. I just thought that was so sweet. This is such a heartwarming chapter. I know. Um, and it gets better,
1: like mm-hmm.
0: Nesta shows up, and Nesta's looking beautiful mm-hmm. as well. She's also in dark blue, you know, no jewelry, simple hair, um, but like Feyre says, I suppose that with her stunning beauty, she needed no ornamentation. it would be it would have been like putting jewelry on a lion, which I just i don't know, I think that's a really cool yep. I it's a really great description, but so she comes down and um has, like, a like low-key moment with Cassian of him mm-hmm. saying she's beautiful. But Farah uh, asks, why are you dressed so nicely? Shouldn't you be practicing with Amren?" And Nesta says, I'm going
1: with you. And I'm like, Nesta! I know! I'm so impressed with you, Nesta. Nesta! Look at you! I know. I mean, waited to the last second, but, like, look at you! I know. That's and so I also sad. like that Nesta compliments Feyre. She I says know. you look beautiful. I oh, that's right. So I totally shocked. read that wrong.
0: That was Nesta to Phara. That wasn't Cassian to her. Yeah.
1: Ah. Uh, well, I mean, Cassian does, does um, try like, to sort of tell Pharaoh that she looks beautiful. Yes. Yes. I, and then he
0: says <laughs> something in the next chapter. That's what I was getting confused. But yeah. no, I love that too. I love that Nesta complimented way. It was that very
1: way. unexpected. I felt like yeah. for her to be so kind. Yes. Um. And then the only other thing I know this is one of our favorite. Quotes. It says "Night triumphant and the stars eternal." was <gasps> the description of recent era, and I just—it's just—I love it. I love it. We have mugs with it written on yes. it. Yes, we love this <laughs> quote.
0: So I'm just obsessed. I know, obsessed with the two of them. <sighs> okay. Next chapter.
1: Next chapter. Okay,
0: short and simple. The night court arrives at dawn. What'd you notice?
1: just Nesta like Nesta! oh my gosh like, what's <laughs> happening she's finally seen the light I was so excited oh my god all my Nesta trash talking has finally <laughs> subsided
0: <laughs> I put at one one of my stickies at one point says so like why am I blushing like <laughs> I'm just was like dying at Nesta and Cassie, just it was a lot and it was wonderful. I
1: think I took like three pages worth of photos. I was just like, all of this, like, highlight all of this. Like, can I read this whole chapter? I mean, sure, let's go. So good.
0: Um, okay, so to start, Nesta, her response as to why she's coming, Mm -hmm. she says, I do not want to be remembered as a coward. And Thera says, No one would say that, but then Nesta says, I would. It was some distant thing, war, battle. It, it's not anymore i will help if i can if it means telling them what happened and i just like we're like it took her a minute to process yep but like yes that's what we've been trying to tell you Nesta. Mm-hmm. so excited
1: that she's kind of seeing the purpose in pharaoh's yeah. original ask now yeah and like i like that pharaoh is going back to she says you've given enough i think to try to you know Just in case Nesta wants to change her mind or anything. Yeah. Because Nesta or Pharaoh realizes that she has given enough. She doesn't have to tell her story. Right. Um, But Nesta says no. The word was steady, clear. Mm. A day or two delay with my training won't make any difference. Perhaps by the time we return, Amron will have decoded that spell in the book. Uh, You went off to battle for court. You barely know. Who who you barely see you as friends. Amran showed me the blood ruby. And when I asked you why you said, because it was the right thing. People needed help. No one is going to fight to save the humans beneath the wall. No one cares, but I do. I do. (laughs) And then Reese comes in. He says as high lady, Farah is no longer my emissary to the human world want the job Mm -hmm. oh my goodness I was like all this all this bonding is happening I was like look
0: at you guys becoming a family I know
1: and then Nesta says or then he says consider this meeting a trial basis and I'll make you pay through the teeth for my services I love it (sighs) so
0: good and then it says um he goes welcome to the court you're about to have one hell of a first day and then it says to my eternal shock a smile tugged at Nesta's mouth and I'm just like even Nesta's excited.
1: I know this is just—it made me so happy. Ugh. This whole scene, I love. Everything love, is love, just love. so great. Yes,
0: and then they start taking bets about fighting, which like, lol. Yes, okay, great. Of course. Um, but then they're about to winnow, so it's going to be so. Azrael's going ahead. And then Reese and Faber will win it in, and then more will take Cassian and Nesta mm-hmm. in. And so Reese kind of grabs her as if they're about to leave, but then they like pause because obviously they can't leave because Cassian and Nesta are having a moment. And we have to know what happens. Obviously. Obviously. And this whole thing, this is where I was just like, I am blushing. Yes. I love every moment of this. So, okay, let's just read it. Mm-hmm. So, Um, he'd at last approached Nesta, and as the world began to turn to shadows and wind, I saw Cassian tower over my sister, saw her chin lift defiantly, and heard him growl. Hello, Nesta. Reese seemed to halt his winnowing, as my sister said, so you're alive. Cassian bared his teeth in a feral grin, wings flaring slightly. Were you hoping otherwise? Moore was watching, watching so closely, every muscle tense. She again reached for his arm, but Cassian angled out of reach, not tearing his eyes from Nesta's blazing gaze. Nesta blurted, you didn't come to. She stopped herself. Come to what? I know. Um, The world seemed to go utterly still at that interrupted sentence, nothing and no one more so than Cassian. He scanned her face as if furiously reading some battle report. Moore just watched watched as Cassian took Nesta's slim hand in his own, interlacing their fingers as he folded in his wings and blindly reached his other hand back toward Moore in a silent order to transport them. He's not even turning away from her. No. And then Cassian's eyes did not leave Nesta's, nor did hers leave his. There was no warmth, no tenderness on either of their faces, only that raging intensity, that blend of contempt and understanding and fire. Reese began to winnow us again, and just as the dark wind swept in, I heard Cassian say to Nesta, his voice low and rough. The next time emissary, I'll come say hello. Oh,
1: I love it, I love it, I love it, I love it! It's so good, it's so good, it's so
0: good. I love Cassian so much. So much. The tension. The tension. So much tension. They are not breaking. Like, the fact that he's like staring at her intentionally grabbing her hand and just like casually reaching his hand back to more i'm like
1: oh jesus but it's like the look it's like there's not even like love or tenderness or no. like affection it's, it's just like fire oh i love it It's just fire and i'm like nesta you freaking hate this guy you're so
0: mean to him <laughs> it's all a lie it is all a lie i know i'm like nesta be nicer to cassian yes but also like you didn't come to what mm-hmm. do they meet do they hang out? I don't know. Do they do something together?
1: I don't know. I was so curious. I was like, was what it, is that? You didn't that? come to
0: dinner? Do you not come to my room? Re- like what? What, Nesta? Mm-mm-mm. Okay. So then we get to Don. Yeah. <laughs> um, real quick, something I noticed. Pharaoh mm-hmm. uh, says, I'd learned enough from Reese about what to expect of the Don court, but even the vistas he painted for me didn't do the site justice. Does Reese paint now? I don't. Or, did, like, verbally? Maybe assume, verbally. Yeah, painted. I assume, like,
1: paint in her mind.
0: Okay. Or something. Because literally, I read that and I was like, Reese painting? Like, what? <laughs> That's not something I've ever associated with. No, him. I don't see Reese painting. Okay. Now, as soon as I said that, though, to you, I'm like, oh, maybe, like, verbally painted. Yeah. That would make more sense. Okay. Yep. We'll continue. <laughs> so, the Don Court. Sounds
1: beautiful. <laughs> it sounds so it's
0: beautiful. Like floating on a cloud. Yes. Oh, it's lovely. Um, what do you notice when we get to the Don Court? I,
1: like, I don't know, it's just, like, in my head, like, I think... If anybody wants to see what the Dawn Court should look like, please creep on our Pinterest board Oh that my god! our Andy. amazing friend Andy created for us. Like, that is literally what I'm yeah. picturing. When I, when I was reading this, I was like, Andy did such a phenomenal job with, like, the flowers and just, yeah. like, the flowers, like, covering the buildings and the openness and mm-hmm. the white. And it just, it looks so pretty in my head. Yes. And, like, the blush and the blues and the oh. oranges and the, pr- it's just, because it's, like, it's colorful, but it's,
0: like, it's the colors of dawn. It's like right. those like pale, beautiful colors. Mm-hmm. But yeah, so go to our, make sure you go to our Instagram at Thirsty and Fangirls, and we have like a link in the bio mm-hmm. with a bunch of links in it, and one of them is to our Pinterest board, and yep. you can see you. Andy does so much of our amazing content. You mm-hmm. probably talk with her on Instagram all the time. She made those. She's incredible.
1: She knows what the dawn court looks she like. Knows. <laughs> she is the dawn court.
0: Um, all of the boards on there are amazing, but the Doncourt one specifically is always like, I'm like drooling after I'm like done looking at it. Mm -hmm. Um, but yeah, it just, it sounds amazing. Yep. And so they're kind of climbing up this like spiral staircase kind Mm -hmm. of thing, um, being led by one of the Doncourt people. Um, and they find out that three of the High Lords are there. Mm -hmm. So Don, the host, and then Day and Winter so
1: far. Oh, I guess in regards to, like, what the Don Court looks like, mm-hmm. I did want to say that, like, I thought it was interesting that Nesta thought it was so beautiful and she, like, oh, yeah. comments on it. But I'm like, did you, like, what do you think of the Night Court, Nesta? Because she's never made any comments about, like, how beautiful the Night yeah. Court is. And, like, that's all Farrah talked about when she got there was, like, it was the most stunning place she'd ever been. So yeah. I'm curious, like, does Nesta not think the Night Court's that Pretty, or is it kind of just like mm. okay where she's commented on how beautiful the dawn court is? Yeah. You know, I was just curious about I her thoughts. I almost
0: wonder if she didn't do that for the night court because she's just been so angry possibly yeah because favor did say she said i wondered if my face had appeared like that the day i'd first seen valaris the mix mm-hmm. of awe and anger and the realization that the world was large and beautiful and sometimes so overwhelming in its wonder that it was impossible to drink it down all at once yeah so i almost imagine nesta being swept away to the night core mm-hmm. being angry and hating it but now that she's starting to see beyond the night court mm-hmm. and maybe loosen a little bit of that anger. She's yeah. maybe opening herself up to, yeah. like, the awe factor mm-hmm. of it all. But, I mean, I, too, would be. <laughs> I think we all would. Yeah. Um, okay, so let's see. So we're heading up, and I think, oh, okay, so they're about to enter, and Feyre kind of, like, right beforehand tells Reesh, she says, I see all of you Reese and there's not one part that I do not love with everything that I am because they're about to go in like raw yeah like this is no this more shields is real. no more this hiding me <laughs> like they're just like being yeah no more masks yeah um and then Reese replies you bow to no one which I don't know why I love that so I much I love
1: it so much
0: isn't that Lord of the Rings. I was like, where does this <laughs> quote, because I'm like, there's somewhere else where I just love this quote, and it's like right at the end. Mm-hmm. Did you say before you're not a Lord of the Rings person? No, seen, you're not a Star I'm Wars not a person. Star Wars.
1: I've seen the Lord of the Rings. That's what it is. Who says it in Lord of the Rings? So
0: at the very end, mm-hmm. when everything's happy, Aragorn gets his crown in yeah. Gondor. Um, there's like this big scene with all of these people. Oh, and I then the, the hobbits like kneel to him mm-hmm. or bow, and he's like, you bow to no one, and yes. they stand, and then everyone like bows for the hobbits. It's beautiful. Yes. Um. So yeah. Th- sorry, that's no. just a total tangent. <laughs> but this whole like you bow to no one is just like, it's a vibe, and I love it. Yes. So, and that's chapter forty-two. We're about to meet some high lords. Sarah J. Mass is really just dragging out this experience. We're like, okay, can we get to the high lords? I know lords it's like now? I just
1: want to start this meeting.
0: <laughs> okay. So summary as the High Lord meeting begins. Let's go. <laughs> <laughs> uh, what do you notice?
1: Um, I just love getting a picture like the Dawn Court and all of the High Lords. Mm-hmm. Um, I love getting like descriptions on all of them and learning about, you know, who they are and how they see each other and kind yeah. of the different alliance structure.
0: Yeah. Cause I feel like we got like the briefest of descriptions mm-hmm. in Akatar when Under they're the like mountain. trying to bring Feyre back. Yeah. But like now we're getting like a much deeper look at each of them. Yeah. Um, so, okay, let's see. So we walk in. The first person we see is Thyssen. Mm-hmm, who's the High Lord. Of Dawn. Right.
1: He's their host. Yes.
0: And his, just, I'm just, I, like, marked certain descriptions of the High Lords because I love how each of them are so uniquely described. Yeah. So for Thyssen, it says, um, Thiessen glided forward, his embroidered exquisite, exquisite shoes silent on the floor. His tunic was tight-fitting through his slender chest. But flowing pants, much like those Amran favored, whispered with movement as he approached. His brown skin and hair were kissed with gold as if the sunrise had permanently gilded them. But his upswept eyes, the rich brown of freshly tilled fields, were his loveliest feature. And I'm just like, mm, that's really interesting. I, I, I like that description mm-hmm. for the Don Court. Because it's like, I almost feel like each of these High Lords... Is like an interesting physical representation. Like yeah. I feel like that's what we see with each of them, mm-hmm. and so I just I love the like warmth, yeah, that is coming from Thesyn that really makes me think of like dawn, yeah. So we meet him. Uh, it's a pleasant interaction, mm-hmm. and then how do we want to say the Lord, the High Lord of Wintercourt's name, callias callias I Maybe feel like I could have googled this. I wonder if there's like a thing on the Sarah J. Mass Wikipedia. Okay, so it says on Reddit, it says according to SJM mm-hmm. I just saw someone post. Like it said it in it's Calias. Kal-
1: no. Calias. Calias? Can't we just say Calias? <laughs>
0: <laughs> well, the person in Reddit is like I've always pronounced it like Calias.
1: That's how we should pronounce it because that's what until there's a show and I have documented proof of how SJM wants yeah. it, I'm not trusting somebody Because this
0: isn't coming from a pronunciation guide in the back of the no. book. No. Okay, Colias. Yes,
1: that's what we're going with. So then we
0: meet Callias, mm. High Lord of the Winter Court. So he's um, the white-haired one, and it says, Even his crushing blue eyes seemed like chips hewn from a glacier as he studied Reese's wings and seemed to instantly dismiss them. He wore a jacket of royal blue embroidered with silver thread, its collar and sleeves dusted with white rabbit fur. I would have thought it was too warm for the mild day, especially the fur-lined, knee-high brown boots. But given the utter iciness in his expression, perhaps his blood ran frozen. Mm. So that's winter, Mm -hmm. Calais. And then, oh, before we meet the next High Lord, we learn more has a bestie. Mm -hmm. (laughs) So I just thought it was so sweet. It says, there was like a girl beaming at her, and it says, more returned the beam, hopping from one foot to another as Calais opened his mouth and then my friend squealed.
1: Squeal.
0: <laughs> just made me laugh. It's
1: such a girl moment. It like, really is. You haven't is. seen your best friend in like 50 years. Yeah. Squeal.
0: <laughs> and so we meet Vivian. Mm-hmm. Who just seems delightful. She does. Um, and we get a little bit of like her and Clias's history mm-hmm. where their wife or their husband and wife and their mate. Yep. And he like saved her and like protected her. And so it's like. I know we're getting this like really cold like exterior exterior from calias but i'm like there's no way he did the same thing that reese did yeah well in a way i'm like i just your insides are warm yeah (laughs) like don't there's there's a lovely little fireplace hearth inside of you (laughs) on the outside you're all ice and cold but like i see you inside we've got a nice hearth
1: um and i like that as she's like meeting each high lord she's kind of reflecting about the powers that they gave her so it's like when she first sees dawn she like she thanks dawn for like the gift of healing like in her head she's like thanking him
0: yeah um
1: and you know when she meets him he's staring at her expecting a bow but Farah like
0: holds her ground
1: and like he notices his her tattoo and then like the crown and he puts two and two together and realizes like she's a high lady clever one yes
0: um and then let's see so then helion finally comes over mm-hmm. and i really like helion I um, too. his description it says his clothes had been formed from a single bolt of white fabric not a robe not a dress but rather something in between pleated and draped over his muscular body a golden cuff of an upright serpent encircled one powerful bicep offsetting his near glowing dark skin and a radiant crown of golden spikes the rays of the sun, I realized, glistened atop his onyx hair. The sun personified, powerful, lazy with grace, capable of kindness and wrath. Nearly as beautiful as Resan, and somehow, somehow colder than callias
1: Hmm. Mm. Intriguing. It is intriguing. But
0: I just—it's so cool getting these like. Deeper pictures of the high lords. It's
1: yeah. A one. Oh, and I did want to point out. So for the dawn court, they have their own kind of winged, um oh, yeah. legion. The Peregrines. Peregrines. Yeah. So and that's who's like guarding Visen. Yep. Um. And I just want to point out, Amarantha sucks. Reese mentions that she <sighs> made a dress of, pl- so like she plucked out their feathers mm-hmm. from the Peregrine and made a dress out of it. She's horrible. She's absolutely horrible. Yeah. We're very glad that she's dead. Yeah. <laughs> that, that, like, s- stuck out so much to me. I don't know why, but it yeah. just, Ugh, it's terrible.
0: It really is terrible. Mm-hmm. Um, and let's see. Okay, so the once Helion com- comes mm-hmm. around towards them, that's really when we have just, like, the first bit of confrontation. Yeah. So he goes, he kind of just, like, looks at them and says, does Tamlin know what she is? And Reese says... If you mean beautiful and clever, then yes, I think he does. Helion leveled a flat look at him. Does does he know she's your mate and high lady? And obviously, like, Vivian's like, high lady. Yep. And Thesan and Clias are taking her in. And Reese's response is just, if he arrives, I suppose we'll find out. And then it says, Helion let out a dark laugh. Dangerous. He was utterly lethal. This high lord kissed by the sun. I always liked you, Reese. Mm-hmm. And it's like, there's a, but he says in a way that there's like tension that it's like Thessan stepping forward just to like make sure, mm-hmm. and it's like I'm like, huh, huh. There's like it's like it's coming across as friendly, but there's this underlying tension that's
1: now right, and it's like because we don't know anybody's history, yeah. Like Reese knows the politics of all of this, and Seriously? we're just seeing this from Ferris' perspective, so it's interesting to yes. not really know.
0: Yes, and then Helion notices Nesta because I feel like Helion is so observant. Yeah. And not afraid to call it out. Like, I feel mm-hmm. like Thi-san is also noticing these things, but he's not going to be the one. He's the diplomat. He's, the, he's very diplomatic. Um, okay, so then they say that that's Nesta. Um, and we get a little bit of, like, they start to tell her story a little bit. Mm-hmm. Uh, so Feyre says, she's my sister and our emissary to the Highlands. She will tell her story when the others are here. And Helian just says, she is Faye. And Vivian goes, no shit. <laughs> uh, Thi-san asks, who made her? And then it says, Nesta surveyed Thesan, then Helion, then Calais. Highburn did, she said simply. Not a flicker of fear in her eyes and her upraised chin. And I just kind of, I made a note here. I said, we're going to learn a lot today, boys. Like, (laughs) there's a lot going on. Um, And so, you know, Feyre explains that they threw Elaine and Nesta into the cauldron after kidnapping her and Tamlin and my sold out Perithian and her family. Mm -hmm. And Helion goes, that's a heavy accusation to make, especially of your former lover. Vera says, it's no accusation. We were all there, and now we're going to do something about
1: it. And I'm just like, what? I know. Let's go. Um, and then Vivian asks Callias why can't I be High Lady as well? Yeah, I just, I really enjoy that Vivian and Kalias. makes me super happy. But it's like, true, it's like, okay, you're married and your mates, and he's High Lord. Why wouldn't you want her to be Come her High on. Lady? Come because
0: she's not done, Ugh, Sarah. whatever. Whatever. Um, but this is where we get, like, a much deeper dive into their love story, mm-hmm. where Callias was very prote- – they were childhood friends. He was very protective over her. And then right before Amarantha took his power, similar to Reese, he flung out the remnants to warn her, to tell Vivian he loved her, and then he begged her to protect their people. And then it goes, so she had – And I was just like, no, Vivian and Kaliah, stop. I love it. Mm -hmm. And so Vivian like held down the fort until he returned home. And apparently like right when he did, it was like, we're getting married. Let's do this. Which I just, I love. It has that just like, I don't know, like YOLO nature. It's like, let's do it. Like why wait? Who knows what's going to happen? I could be trapped under another mountain for 50 years. Like let's do it. And I don't know, I just, I really, I just love their love story.
1: I thought it was really sweet. Um, um,
0: and it's also, like, the one time we see Calais, like, warm. Yeah. it says, Calais smiled at his wife and mate warm and bright enough that despite his icy coloring, he should have been the High Lord of Day.
1: Hmm. No. Um, and then, okay, I still don't understand this whole shape-shifting thing. Yes. Sarah makes it out, like, all the High Lords can shapeshift, and Right. Yet, when she talks about... All the High Lords giving her power. She specifically says that Tamlin gave her shape-shifting abilities. Yeah. I don't get it. Yeah. Don't get it, Farrah. I don't get it.
0: I feel like Tamlin has, like, a different level of shape-shifting.
1: Maybe it's because he can, like, fully transform into a wolf. Whereas, like, when Reese transforms, it's wings and, like, claws and talons kind of thing. Like, maybe it's not, like, a full Mm shape-shifting. I just, I don't know. I think it's so weird that she like mentions it and then yeah. she fully attributes it to tamlet i don't know
0: yeah i'm excited to see how this kind of turns out yeah because i'm hoping we still have like a third of this book left yeah. hopefully um it'll play out a little bit more and we'll get some answers mm-hmm. um but i think she asked a good question of like does these have the like peregrine peregrine wings and i think that's what really spurred this idea but i'm curious yeah. like at minimum mm-hmm. does these have the peregrine wings or is Maybe. that a different thing i don't know yeah um, and then, so Tarquin finally shows up. mm
1: mm-hmm.
0: Uh, What did you notice about Tarquin finally getting here?
1: Well, I thought it was interesting that everybody seems to dislike him. Yeah. And I don't know, because Tarquin's so easy to love. Like, that's what, literally, anytime <laughs> I think of Tarquin. We say just, it <laughs> so much, but, like, <laughs> but, that is his quote. And, I mean, he's so new to being a High Lord, so it's like, why does everybody hate him? Because he tried to rebel against Amaranth that you would think more people would be on his side. Well, no, so the that.
0: High Lord before him rebelled against Amarantha and that was why he He took over high
1: lord right
0: but in theory that's the summer energy yeah
1: so I'm just confused why nobody seems to like him it's like what did he do that he's he's so recently a high lord how could people already dislike him
0: maybe it's just because he's new that they're like they just don't have relationships with him yet maybe maybe because they have, like, hundreds of years of history with Rhysand. So it's right. like, even if you hate him for certain things, you almost, like, mm-hmm. you still know him for so long. It's like, how much can I actually hate you? Right. You know? Mm-hmm. I don't know. Um, let's see. So they're all introduced. And then shortly after that, um, Autumn arrives. Yep. So Baron and all of his sons.
1: Mm-hmm. And his wife.
0: And his wife. And I thought it was interesting, so as they were coming in, um, all of Baron's sons were just like sneering and like being jerks. Mm-hmm. And it says, their father didn't bother to check them, but Eris did. A step behind his father, Eris murmured, enough. And his younger s- brothers fell into line, all three of them. I'm just like, huh, Eris, mm-hmm. what you do in
1: there? Giving off that high lord energy. Yeah, mm-hmm. you trying to be like <laughs> manifesting it, like, is it my time? Are they going to, let's go. Uh, but I love how Reese greets Baron. He says, "It's no surprise that you're tardy, given you that your own sons were too slow to catch my mate. I suppose it runs in the family."
0: <laughs> <laughs> too funny.
1: Oh, that's right, because Tarquin came in like an hour late, and Pharaoh was kind that's of right. like in her head, like, "Well, maybe he was still deciding if he wanted to come, and that's mm-hmm. why he's late." And then, but who knows why Baron's late?
0: Yeah, but he came even later. Right, he'd already been waiting several hours.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: So interesting. And then, let's see, we kind of all sit down, and mm-hmm. we're, like, ready to start this meeting. Yep. Um, and I thought it was interesting. It said, like, every chair was full. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, Feyre notices, like, it said enough about Tamlin's plan. So, right. we're probably not expecting him today.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Um, but that does change very quickly. <laughs> yeah. So, they start the meeting. Um, you know, they kind of are like, okay, so, Reese, like, why'd you bring us here? And the end of this chapter, I was just like...
1: Yeah, well, so, b- before before that happened, okay. so yeah, he I asked like why they brought him there, and Reese blinked slowly. Surely the invading armies landing on our shores explain enough, <laughs> right? And then Helion says, "So you've called us to do what exactly?" And I just thought it was like interesting. It's like I, I feel like it's obvious why you're calling right. a meeting. Why else would a meeting be called? And the fact that they even have to ask, yeah, is kind of interesting.
0: Yeah, it definitely shows the um very like insular nature of mm-hmm. these high lords. It's yeah. like it it's not if it wasn't my court that was attacked right. so naturally i feel like they're kind of leaning more towards that mm-hmm. so it's going to take a rallying power to be like no we need to do this together that's how this right. will work um but then mm-hmm. it says it was almost the same the entrance almost the same as that night in my family's old cottage when the door had shattered and a beast had charged in with the freezing cold and roared at us he did not bother with the landing balcony or the escort's he did not have an entourage like a crack of lightning vicious as a spring storm he went out into the chamber itself and my blood went colder than Callias's ice as Tamlin appeared and smiled like a wolf
1: and I'm like the fuck oh. <laughs> I'm like what? oh my gosh and it's just like he came
0: in as like he's by himself uh, and just like the same way as that day when he entered I'm like their did cottage.
1: you did you come in as an actual wolf like is he appearing as a wolf
0: I didn't take it like that. I wasn't sure. But maybe, like, at this point, I mean, clearly he's been abandoned by his people. Mm. I wonder if, like, his human form is even, like, developing those, like, wolf-like characteristics. I don't know. And that animalistic nature based off of, like, the environment he's currently in.
1: Maybe. I don't know. Well, but, like, what a reminisce for Farrah. Like, the entrance, like, because, I mean, granted, she's in a totally different space right now of like who she is as a person and everything like that. But mm-hmm. still, I feel like that would just bring back terrifying memories. Yeah. So, um, okay. Chapter 44. Yeah. Last
0: chapter today. So Tamlin arrives at the meeting.
1: <laughs> yeah. What I just said, thought? Oh, Tamlin. <laughs> <laughs> That's all I got.
0: <laughs> this whole exchange, like I can read it a thousand times and feel the same every time I read it. Like so... it's just like so intense. And,
1: like, cringing, but also, like, ah, oh like what's gosh. happening? It was so hard to break this one down. Because, I mean, you can see I have, like, highlights on everything. Like, there's <laughs> markings all over, like, every page. I was like, I can't even type this. There's literally just yeah. so much. Okay, what were
0: some of the things that you noticed in terms of, like, quotes you want to call out?
1: Um, okay, we'll start at the beginning, I guess. Um, it's a very good place to start. <laughs> Farrah <laughs> said, I tried to school... Um, in regards to like appearance. So yes. Reese is able to keep like his cool face as always. As always. And Ferris said, I tried to school mine into the cold caution with which Nesta regarded him or the vague distaste on Moore's. I tried and failed utterly. I knew his moods, his temper. And I'm just like <sighs> It's like she knows and that's crazy that she can't keep just like a, a blank face with all the training that she's done. Like Tamlin just has Hamlin. I know he just has this like this thing. Yes. So true. But yeah, there's just like so much tension and Tamlin's just like staring at Farah and I she's know. like reflecting on everything that like she did to him and that he had done like to her and his first words to her are, it would seem congratulations are in order. What what? I was like that's that's what your first words to her are. Like, I feel like there's so many other things to say. I'm so surprised. Like, because every time that we were back at the spring court. he like yep. erupted with rage. Yes. Like blew the rooms to smithereens. Yeah. He couldn't control his rage. And yet. It's he, just simmering right now. Yeah. Like what? I'm just amazed that he didn't start with the rage. Yeah. You know what I mean? I'm surprised he had the like wherewithal to keep it in check. Has he gone
0: so far pa- I don't know if he's kept it in check. I'm wondering if he's gone <laughs> so far past it that it's just like a different level. I
1: don't know. But yeah, I was like, okay, I guess we're okay. congratulating her.
0: Yep. Yeah. Um, but Reese is kind of like, "We'll discuss this later." Yeah. Tamlin's like, "Don't stop," and Reese goes, "I'm not in the business of discussing our plans with enemies." And then it says, "Helion across the reflection pool grinned like a lion." No, Tamlin said with equal ease. Also, how is he speaking with ease? Um, he says, "No, you're just in the business of fucking them." Tamlin, eek! My jaw was just like on the floor. I, I was know. like, Tamlin.
1: There's just so much tension as I read this. So much tension.
0: Uh, um, and then, oh my gosh, so Reese was, or not Reese? Tamlin was like, if you hadn't stolen my bride away in the night, resand, I would not have been forced to take such drastic measures to get her back. And then it says, Farrah said quietly, the sun was shining when I left you. I love that quote so much. I'm like, yes, Farrah, get it, girl. I love it. Um, and so Tamlin's kind of, like, telling his sto- side of the story, basically. Mm-hmm, and again, another great favorite quote, you don't get to rewrite the narrative. You don't get to spin this to your advantage.
1: But it's, like, I understand, like, when when you hear from Tamlin's perspective, it's, like, there is, a, there is a, like, ringing truth to it. He says, I bartered across my lands to get back the woman I love, a Mercedes to plays with mines as if they are toys. I'm meant to fight Highburn, to find a way around the bargain I made with the king once she was back. Only Resand and his cabal had turned her into one of them, and she delighted in ripping ripping open my territory for Hibern to invade, all for a petty grudge, either her or her masters. See, but it's like... like I, it's I, like
0: the master of manipulation.
1: Right. I, part of it, yes. But at the same time, it's like he was doing everything he could to get Farah out of the bargain with yeah, by finding a way to get Hibern to yes. do it. So... It's like I trust Tamlin's intentions and the fact that he would have done everything possible after he made that bargain to try mm-hmm. to break it as well. Because it's like he was doing everything he could to break it with freestand. So, But that
0: feels stupid because you know I you agree. can't break a bar. Like you're a high lord. You're <laughs> trained. You're educated. You're not an idiot. Like, I agree. Lucian even told us like. You can't. You can't break a bargain. So I'm like, you know you can't break a bargain. Right. You know you can't work around it. Yeah. Why do you think you're going to magically get... It's an excuse! I hate this man! (laughs) Like, literally rereading this chapter, I'm just like, I'm continuing to rage. I hate (laughs) him! There's no more empathy. This is why it was so funny when we reread this and we got, we were in Akamap. I was like starting to like feel sorry for, I was like empathizing with Tamlin and I was like, this is new. This isn't what I felt before. <laughs> and this is why. This is why I just have rage and I just hate this man. Cause I'm like, no, that is gaslighting. That is manipulation. No. You know those things aren't true. Oh, I hate him. Um, sorry. That was just a lot. Um, but then. Tamlin like this exchange just Mm -hmm. like so it says Tamlin only angled his head at Reese because Tamlin's just like ignoring
1: Feyre entirely which Which is understandable
0: it's surprising though it's
1: surprising yes
0: um and he just says to Reese he says when you fuck her have you noticed that little noise she makes right before she climaxes and I'm just
1: like oh my god God. I just, I love his gall, but he's just like throwing it all out there. I love this line so much. I don't know why. Like, I'm not pro-Tamlin. No. But I love that Tamlin says this, Therese. I, I love it so much. This
0: is a person who is just like so desperate. He's just like, I'm gonna say whatever I want now. <laughs> you, decorum propriety, you can't stop me. Nope. Oh my gosh. It's wild. I love it. Um, But then, the First person to respond to Tamlin is actually Asriel, mm-hmm. which is like the most, one of the most epic lines where he says, be careful how you speak about my high lady. And I'm like, oh, Asriel. I love him. He's the best. Um, okay. So what else do we get?
1: Um, let's see. So he says, let's see. You once asked me if you'd be my high lady. And when I said no, a low laugh. Perhaps I underestimated you. Why serve in my court when you could rule his? Mm.
0: Mm. That's right. So now he's trying to spin it like Feyre is just a
1: power-hungry monster, yes. basically, which is just
0: like you, really, yeah. really Tamlin. That's what we're gonna pretend. But it's she it's, is it's, it's after a good.
1: Like it's a good pitch because then he says they peddle tales of defending our land in peace, and yet she came to my lands and laid them bare for Highburn. She took my high priestesses and warped her mind after she shattered her bones for spite. And if you are asking yourself what happened to that human girl who went under the mountain to save us, look to the male sitting beside her. Ask what what he stands to gain, what they stand to gain from this war, or lack of it. Would we fight Highburn, only to find ourselves with the king and queen of Prithian? She's proved her ambition, and you saw how he was more than happy to serve Amarantha to remain unscathed.
0: This is textbook gaslighting, though. It's
1: brilliant. It it is textbook gaslighting! (laughs) And I hate it. I hate it. And, I mean, Reese even says, well played, Tamlin. You're learning. But right. It's it's so, like, if you had to spin it. Because the thing is, there's no proof of anything. Yeah. Like, it's all what Reese is saying, what Fair is saying, what Tamlin's saying. Like, there's yeah. no proof of anything. Mm-hmm. So it's like, well, what are you going to believe? This guy who's, like, been this jerk to the whole, yeah. to all the High Lords for hundreds of years. Mm-hmm. Are you going to believe Tamlin, who, like, has sided with yeah. the good guys and it's really interesting i hate him
0: it's not it is interesting but it's terrible <laughs> um, this is why i will never be pro tamlin redemption story i'm just saying i can't i can't get over it um so he tamlin says to colias mm-hmm. he says you asked why i'm here i might ask the same of you you mean to tell me that after under the mountain you can stomach working with him referencing what we know about the winter court where several of its younglings. Yeah. The two dozen kids were The two dozen were younglings were murdered. And that's when Vivian says, we came here to decide that for ourselves. Mm-hmm. And they discuss kind of what happened.
1: Yeah. Reese tells them, I had no involvement in that. None. And Callias tells him, you stood beside her throne while the order was given. And Reese says, I tried to stop it. Kaliah says, tell that to the parents of the two dozen younglings she butchered that you tried.
0: Which, I, to me, that's not fair. To me, that's someone who is angry that that happened, which is fair. Like, right. I think Kalia's being upset about what happened mm-hmm. is fair. Yeah. And wanting to hold someone accountable is fair. Mm-hmm. But it's like, you can only hold Reese accountable so far. Right. Like... I don't I don't understand how they like just assumed those fifty years mm-hmm. that he was not a prisoner in and of himself.
1: People don't want to make that assumption. They're seeing him get all this free reign to yeah. do stuff and they, you know, think he's the worst. I know. So and this was just reaffirming that he was the worst. Yeah. So I'm sure they thought he had sway over what Amarantha did. Mm-hmm. Um and I mean he tells them that like he didn't, basically by right. trying to save Colias that and Marantha knew that he had, like, a tender heart towards them, and so she wouldn't let him yeah. go, and he yeah. killed, or, like, she killed them all.
0: hmm I did appreciate Vivian saying, I was not present under the mountain, but I would hear, High Lord, how you tried to stop her. Mm-hmm. Like, I think in callias's like, icy, burning rage, right. she, in typical woman fashion, as being a lovely, like, steadying force. Yeah. Just being like, okay. Mm-hmm. We're we're angry, but let's at least hear what happened because right. we
1: don't know. Right. But again, unfortunately, there's no proof. There is no proof. That's that's
0: the thing. Is, is it's so much he said, she said. Right. All right. Let's see. What else are you noticing?
1: Um. So Tamlin is saying that he's there to help fight Highborn. Um. And that mm-hmm. he basically invited them into his lands to learn their plans. Yeah. He says, "Why do you think I invited them into my house, into my lands?" I once told you I would fight against tyranny, against that sort of evil. Did you think you were enough to turn me from that? It was so easy for you to call me a monster, despite all I did for you, for your family. Yet you witnessed all that he did under the mountain, and still spread your legs for him. Fitting, I suppose. He whored for Amarantha for decades. Why shouldn't you be his whore in return? F this dude. But part of it's true. It's like, I mean... I Actions like- speak louder than words. You say you fight against tyranny, <laughs> and what did
0: you do to your sentry? You went like you cow at every moment because of your stupid pride. Don't you can't. You may have convinced yourself mm-hmm. that you were still fighting, but you were not fighting. You're a piece of crap. I'm sorry. I'm not trying to yell at you. <laughs> I'm sorry. You're trying to express yourself, and I'm just screaming. I'm sorry.
1: You're totally fine. (laughs) You're passionate. I appreciate it. But I just think it's partly true that I feel like Farrah so quickly, like, changed her mind and, like, forgot all the good that Tamlin did for her and for her family. But, like... I know the bad does outweigh the good, (laughs) but it's, like, when she tore down his whole court, it's, like, did you not think about all the people that that impacted, Mm -hmm. like, the fact that he did help your family? It's, like, you could have just destroyed him and it would have been fine.
0: I mean, the only good thing Tamlin did was, like, set his her, her family financially up for success. He didn't do jack shit under the mountain.
1: I'm he was a
0: piece of crap when they came back. Just saying. I see – I know. I know you are. I'm not trying to fight with you. I just <laughs> – I see – and maybe I'm just, like, blinded with rage right now. This mm-hmm. is the Taurus in me who's like, murder him. <laughs> but I just – I'm, like – I don't know what good Tamlin did. I can barely remember. Maybe yeah. I need to go reread Act one more
1: time. But Callias winds up asking Tamlin, Are you here as an ally of Hybern or Prithian? And Tamlin says, I stand against Hybern." And Helion says, Prove it. Tamlin lifted his head, and a stack of papers appeared on the little table beside his chair charts of armies, ammunition, cachets of Phoebane, everything carefully gleaned these months. All this directed at me as I refused to so much as lower my chin. My back ached from keeping it so straight, a twinge of pain flanking either side of my spine.
0: I appreciate Helion right after uh, Tamlin shares that. He is still suspicious of it. He goes, Noel, well, as it sounds, what's to say that it, the information's correct or that you aren't Hybrid's agent trying to mislead us? Um, and Tamlin's response is, who's to say that Rhysand and his cronies are not agents of high burn? All of this a ruse to get you to yield without realizing it. Mm-hmm. And I'm just eye rolling at Tamlin, but like, I'm appreciating that the other high lords, mm-hmm. even though maybe like you're saying, Tamlin's arguments could be considered compelling based off of what they understand from under the mountain and before, mm-hmm. they're still at least providing a good level of skepticism to the yeah. situation. I think it shows like, that they are, they are smart, like yes. they know what's going on. <laughs>
1: But I love Nesta. She says, you can't be serious. hmm mm-hmm. So I appreciate her bluntness in this situation. I
0: agree. Um, and then, so Tamlin tries to spin their helping Adriata with being mm. with Highburn. And that's when it comes out that Varian is the one who sent them the warning. Yep. And it says, Tarquin whipped his head to his cousin, brows high with surprise. <laughs> and I was like, what?
1: <laughs> yes.
0: Um... And then, but then Tamlin goes, perhaps you're working with them too. You're next in line after all. And I'm just like, that's just, it's like him
1: just like grasping. Yeah, at that point, yeah. Um, And Nesta chimes in to Tamlin, basically saying like, it's his his fault for all of this. He snarls at her. Cassian says, watch it. Mm -hmm. Tamlin looked between my sister and Cassian, his gaze lingering on Cassian's wings, tucked in behind him, snorted. Seems like other preferences run in the Archeron family too. (laughs) (laughs) I love these like... The sexual comments that Tamlin <laughs> is throwing out there. It makes me so happy. He I don't know why. Very bold. Very bold. But I love, I just love like the subtlety of that comment. But it's yep. so good.
0: <laughs> um, And then Farah uh, goes, what do you want? An apology for me to crawl back into your bed and play a nice little wife? And Tamlin says, why should I want spoiled goods returned to me? The moment you let him fuck you like a, and then it cuts off. Because Tamlin can't speak anymore. Cause Reese took away his ability to speak. Like what? I was like, I didn't know we had this power, Reese. That's a new one. Oh my gosh! I just it's because to your like to what you were saying, Tamlin's just like saying whatever the hell he wants, <laughs> and it's like Reese finally hit a limit where it's like you're done.
1: Yeah, <laughs> you're done, Tamlin. And it's like such a good reminder of Reese's true power because it's yes. like they all forget like we're all high lords, but Reese has so much more power than all of them. Yep. And this is just a true reflection of it. It's like he can make another High Lord unable to speak. Like, what else can this guy do to you? Crazy. And that's how it ends. I hate that this is where it ends. I was so mad when I read it.
0: (laughs) It's a cliffhanger, but like the next chapters were just too long. We had to split it into two. I know. So next week will be chapters 45 through 48. We'll find out what happens to Tamlin's (laughs) voice and a lot of other great stuff. So um, thank you guys for listening. Um, and we'll talk more next week. Bye. Bye. Thank you so much for listening to A Court of Fairies and Fangirls, a Sarah J.
1: Mass fan podcast. Please rate, review, and subscribe, and let us know what you think. You can find us on Instagram at at fairiesandfangirls. Jump in on the conversation, and we look forward to chatting with you more next week. Bye. Bye.